So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name's Hunter, and what we've got for you this week is a, a pretty cool episode, at least in our opinion. Uh, hopefully you guys like it. If you hate it, uh, make sure you direct all hate mail to matt at neozaz.com. But anyways, what we're doing this week is still kind of, you know, the world's in an awkward state. Of course, this is normally when Halloween Horror Nights would be making announcements, and we have those to talk about. But because we don't, we're kind of looking for content to supply you guys. And um, I was talking about this with my best friend recently, and we were talking about our first houses and our last houses of the last five years. Kind of just reminiscing and talking about those special memories that we have associated with each house and, and, and what it meant to us. So... Uh, that's exactly what we've done. We've collected the list of from 25 through 29 of our first and last houses of the event. And uh, I'm just really excited to talk about some favorites and maybe some not so favorites <laughs> with uh, the good folks here. So, of course, I do want to start by introducing my good friend and co-host, Shelby. Hello. I'm excited to have you again. I'm not. Well, oh. understood. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm happy to be here. Oh, thanks. Um, well, okay. I guess I guess Matt, he'd probably be more happy to be here. How's it going, Matt? Eh, I could take or leave it, you know. Yeah, oh, that's my fair. God, everyone. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, what's no, going on? Of course on, I'm quick? happy to be here. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't happy to be here, Hunter. Don't uh, sound well, so down. I was just going to keep moving. I was just gonna, <laughs> I was going to skip you for the rest of the episode, and then uh, I'll cut them into the end. But uh, Quint, what's going on, bud? Oh, not much, man. I am just quarantining in place or doing whatever the fuck they're telling me to do, and it's it's living the dream, really. Understandable. We uh, just live in them Cybertruck dreams. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got some nice vaporwave playing in the background. But like I said at the top of the show, what we're doing this episode is we're just going to kind of reminisce about our very first house of 25 through 29 and our very last house of the same years. So really excited to get into it. So let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this one's pretty easy. I'll just go ahead and kick it off because I told this story two episodes ago on our top five houses of the last five years. Oh my goodness. I think I kicked an animal. Um, I'm, I'm just kidding. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Um, but anyways, I, I told Don't this. Don't believe st- him. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a flat out lie. There were different laws back in 1960s Hollywood. <laughs> because I just told this story on our top five houses of the last five years episode. I'm going to save you all the repetition. If you want to go more in depth, go back and check that out. But my first house 
of 25 and my first Halloween Horror Nights house ever was an American werewolf in London. Uh, I yes. talked to I talked about in detail what that house meant for me. I talked about that house being like 70% of my reason for deciding to go to Halloween Horror Nights in the first place. So, yeah, very special soft spot for that one for me and um i love it i still think it's great i think it's one of the best movie adaptation houses they've ever done and i could not think of a better place to start off and experience everything that halloween horror nights has to provide yes all Um, right i'll go next uh and we're we're starting for 25 right um yes this one's a little hard to remember for me because i i've been going opening night since I've been going, but I've always been with someone else and I've always sort of followed that other person. And I don't think we did American world from London first, which I kind of wanted to do. I want to say we did insidious first. Oh, good house though. It good house. But I think we started in the back first. If I remember correctly, the official uh, game plan also referred to in the history of this podcast as the Matt and Quint route, which was only correct about <laughs> four times out of the 20 times that they mentioned it. Well, it was it was until we started doing the show, and then they threw <laughs> the ninth house in there and just fucked everything up. <laughs> Completely yeah. ruined it. Was, it was it. a conspiracy from the get-go. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone mentioned on Twitter, uh, Miss Universal on Twitter, asked everybody, like, where do you start for Stay and Scream? And 90% of her mess- like responses were people starting at duff well 90 percent of the people are right exactly so that's the correct answer it's because the people that are willing to talk about halloween horror nights at the beginning of april know the spots to go (laughs) it's true yes yeah quint what was your first house of 25 i know this um quite well because we went with um uh, Smitty, who's another Neo's as uh, um, alumni, yep, and his girlfriend, and still we, his girlfriend, and still his girlfriend, um, and we started, and this was one of the years that we absolutely followed the Neo's as map, and so we started in fucking Walking Dead. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> the worst year of the Walking Dead, quite right. It was the worst year of Walking Dead. At least you set his expectations low. Right. So he knew. It's like when the band comes out and they play that piece of shit, like new single that nobody likes. So the band can just get it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who wants to hear some new stuff? Nobody play the old stuff. <laughs> We've, uh, you got to front load it so people can't <laughs> complain. And they just remember all the great stuff at the end. Yeah. Um. This one. Yeah. This one just this one hurt. This one hurt my tank. Uh, well that's okay i think that's what it was called this that year it was actually uh it was kicked the walking dead walking dead end of the taint yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) good stuff matt so you were right there with him i'm assuming well no because my first was the media event so my oh that's right my first in this conversation are going to be dictated by the media event and this was the year where they started us at the back of the park and this this was probably the most miles i put on at that event because we started all the way at the back and and quint and uh hunter you've done it now as well you know how when you do the back of the park they take you to one end of those backstage where the sprung tents and the parade tent and the building is and then just have you knock all those out 
from yeah. the other side of the park. So we went all the way to the one corner and started with Insidious. That was my first one for 25. Still great house. Though. Yeah. Yeah. When, I, I remember going through the, or going into the, uh, what is it where the, oh, what did they call it? I want to, I almost confused it with the uh, poltergeist thing. Uh, the further. Yeah. When you go into the further mm. with those pool noodles in, in yeah, the wall yeah. that was so simple but yet so effective when it's the very first time that you experience it i remember that being really fucking awesome that first night it's great i've got to ask were you familiar like did you watch insidious before you went through that i mean the first I, time? yeah like just before like this was this was um we were the show was in full swing and i just wanted to make sure i i really covered this as in depth as i could so i watched every ip like hours before basically uh, um before going to this event to make sure i i was able to report on what the ip houses and everything else as accurately as i could so yeah i I was familiar with it by the time i saw it went through this house that's great and here's an interesting little fact this was also our first house of the same year in hollywood Oh, it wow. was. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We figured we're just yeah. going to knock it out because it's the, uh, that, the, they're walking dead and the Halloween, although a year later, were the ones we wanted to knock out and compare while everything was still, before we loaded our mind with, with new stuff to talk about on yep. the show. And, and Hollywood was good too. It, it was a different take and it was, it was, uh, not the same thing at all, but it was a really good maze. And we went through a house with John Murdy unexpectedly. We, we did. <laughs> it's pretty darn cool. Yeah. All right, so now we're into the last house you did for 25. And for me, I could not think of a better way to wrap up my time at 25 than with two of my favorite characters in in any art form, any form of media. So I wrapped up mine in Freddy versus Jason, actually. Oh, wow. So Freddy versus Jason, I mean, come on. You were talking the two titans of horror. Uh, They are arguably more recognizable than even Leatherface and Michael Myers. Your mileage may vary depending on. I feel like Freddy Freddy is probably the biggest. People forget how big. Freddy was Iron Man in the 80s. He was. was, You're right. He was everywhere. I mean, he was. Don't remember, and this is probably before you and Shelby's time period, even on Earth. That's how old I am. (laughs) Freddy had his own freaking TV show. It wasn't his TV show. It was Freddy's Nightmares, Nightmares, but he did the introduction and the wrap-up of every episode. He was everywhere. Comics, movies, TVs. He had a freaking song with the Fat Boys. I mean, he was everywhere. Also responsible for uh, one of the the tastiest pop metal jams of all time with Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter um, from Iron Maiden. uh, Anyways, love Freddy versus Jason. And I was actually really stoked on this house that for my first year of going to Halloween Horror Nights, I got to be in place of these these well two titans of horror the fact that the first half was jason well the first third was jason the next third was freddie and then you had uh unfortunately to this maze's detriment it, it, it kind of fell apart at the end but I, I still remember it fondly uh just being able to walk into those environments and experience uh, something HHN does like no other place can as yeah. far as putting you in with these amazing properties. I, I thought it was the best place to wrap up and uh, I really, really liked that house. So it was Freddy versus Jason. I like the, that house for the fact that they had a winner at the end. Yeah, it was never the same, but you always got, you know, a winner at the end. Yeah. This- yeah and it alternated. Yep. Yeah. 
Shelby, last house of 25. Um, it will actually be your first house of 25. Oh, good choice. That is American Royal from London. A lot of my memories are a little hazy pre-26, because I, I went frequently, but not frequently enough to like remember really what was my first, what was my last. But I, I distinctly remember saying I wanted to end the run on American Werewolf. So I did. Last house, 25. Last night, American Werewolf in London. Perfect. I remember nice. specifically going in and missing the last uh, Jack's uh, Carnage show. Yeah. Well, I exactly. I think it I think it was worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you made a good choice. I Quint, so. last house of twenty five. Well, if you're following along, um you would expect it to be Jack Presents twenty five years, but it was not. Uh for whatever reason, I didn't actually go through that house except for on the unmasking tour. I missed that house this in the in the in twenty five I did actually miss that house. Um so my last one was also American Werewolf in London. Hey. Good pick. Which you got to see during 23 as well. I did. So, uh, it was kind of like saying goodbye to an old friend there for the go. last time. <laughs> Actually, it was it was significantly better than the first time around. Uh, the first time around, I was... I mean, I know a lot of people loved it the first time around. I was not as impressed as, as many people were. Um, I thought they really stepped up their game, especially with the puppetry and the monsters uh, in this in the next or in twenty five, and it was it was a much much better house. It's uh it's the HD remaster, yeah, in yeah. video game <laughs> terms of yeah. of an American Werewolf in London. Well, Pretty what about you? <laughs> what was that? So let's bring it back for 30. Bring it back for 30. Why not? <laughs> any any American werewolf. As long as it's not American werewolf in Paris, we're good. Oh, <laughs> Matt, last house of 25, not dictated by the media. Then. No, no, I was on my own. And it's, well, my last thing up until a couple years after this was always Bill and Ted. That's what I always ended on. But I always, of course, uh, there has to be a last house. And in this one, this case, I'm at the point now at 25, actually probably since maybe 21. Um, I, I, it's it's how much fun I have in the house. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to scare the hell out of me. It's how much fun do I have in it? And I've I think never I know where you're going it, with this. Oh, we'll see. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I never had a bad experience through any of my go throughs of run blood sweat and tears. Yeah. I yeah. had so much fun in that house. Still <laughs> one of my greatest memories if we were to do quit and i did a top five memories so far when we started the show if we were to do another one now th- this one would be high on my list it's me and my sister karen her very uh, oh, was it her first night or her second night it, made it, a second, it doesn't matter either her first or second night there we had gone through run we, it was the first one we went to we came out of stay and scream everyone headed towards freddie versus jason and american werewolf we went to run and waited for actually waited for it to open we got a beer they finally flipped on the sign from closed to open one of the first people in there no one in front of us by the time we got like into the house we get the chipper and chainsaw and chainsaw or uh yeah chainsaw jumps out at us rezzer chainsaw we're we're lost because we don't know who to follow. She like is like the 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 face and the chainsaw, and then she sees we're lost and she smiles and she's like, "Go that way." It was so cute. It was adorable. <laughs> it was a great That's moment. Great. Yep. 
I, uh, it's not on this list, but I wanted to bring it up. One of my favorite memories is kind of like that. It was actually from the next year we're about to get into, which was 26. And it was actually in Krampus. And when you went up into the attic scene of Krampus, there was the evil teddy bear, which has kind of become (laughs) pretty iconic. But I would walk through that house and we would always lock eyes with evil Teddy. And I would go, Oh my goodness, Teddy, you're so cute. And he would always wave back with his little paw. (laughs) Oh, it was the best. I felt so special every time I went to that house. And the best part about Krampus is it never had a wait. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that is my single most done house just because it had the shortest wait time and it was cold. I mean, it was was cold. It was great to get away in there. Yep. It was so good. Okay, so for 26, uh, my first house of that year was actually, uh, I'm pretty proud of this one, actually. I made a good decision. Uh, As you all know, I'm a pretty big horror buff. So when it came to 26, it was a pretty easy decision for me to start off with The Exorcist. Mm, I was pretty interested to see, and you know, this was the big kind of like landmark music plaza stage house that year. Um The Exorcist is a property that I was super interested to see how they were going to do it, because obviously The Exorcist is, as a movie, uh, I don't want to say quiet, but it's it's pretty solitary as far as it takes place predominantly in one location. It takes place in Reagan's bedroom. I thought what they did with this house was so cool. Um, It's not my favorite IP translation, but when it comes to them adapting a classic horror movie, people forget how absolutely huge The Exorcist is. Adjusted for Inflation is the 15th highest grossing film of all time, period. Um, I, I just thought they did so many cool things with this one, whether that's going to the bed sheets covered in vomit or seeing the walking in and having that iconic Reagan floating uh, scene. Uh, it was kind of shoved off in the corner, but I like that they tried the staircase. And one of my favorite HHN scenes, period, is actually walking into the house and there's that transition with the backlit wall. Oh, yeah. And it, it reveals uh, Iraq with the Pazuzu statue. I, I thought there was so much to like about this house. And uh, while it wasn't my favorite house of 26, I thought it really set the mood for the event that year. Yeah. Nice. Cool stuff. Yeah. Well, let's keep this order going. Shelby. No. So I, part of me thought that Exorcist was my first house, but I think it was like my first solid memory from 26. Cause I remember one of my friends really wanted to see it. And I just like, remember her genuine reaction to it. But I think it was later on in our night. And I honestly think my first house from 26 was Tomb of the Ancients. What a good pick. Which is not surprising for me, because I've always been obsessed with, like, ancient Egyptian mythology, and Tomb was that, plus other things, and it was just so good. Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I think it was our first house, because... Never heard of it. uh, Because I went back... This was back when team member preview allowed allowed team members to bring a plus one. Yes. So I was able to go as a plus one that year. And team member preview doesn't do stay and scream. No. So you just went in at seven with everybody else. And I think we all ran to the back of the park and did that house. But no, Tomb of the Ancients, I think that was my first house that year, which I'm not mad about because team member preview, you still had the sliding floor. Yeah. If you remember that. Yep. 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 Only for the first weekend. Well, yeah. 
It was very prevalent. And the, yep. the split hallway. The split hallway. The split hallway was, I was like, I knew, and I think I even told Quint when we had gone through that the media night, I was like, well, this is going to be gone in a week. And oh, but, yeah. but it was cool. It was cool when it existed. Yeah. Poor Good thing. stuff. But yeah. That was okay. Well, Quint, 26. So I'm sharing this one with Matt because uh-huh. this was media preview night. And it was the only time that I've actually made it for media preview night. And they actually took us through ghost town for the first. No, prom. I thought Shut so up. too. Shut up. Shut I, up. I had to look, I had to look at the list. That's what I thought they, it was too, but that's wrong. I was about to cross reference the episode just to make no, sure. I, I, I know what they that. actually took oh, us through. Okay. Ghost town is what I'm talking about <laughs> because I am not talking about another fucking walking dead. <laughs> But I feel like we're about to say this. 26, I mean, I only got us all two of them, but 26 is Walking Dead was pretty darn good in my opinion. No, it's no, no, 26 is Walking yeah, Dead was, was good. Better I just than didn't want to have another goddamn yeah, Walking Dead. That was, and plus, Ghost Town was our second run. It was, yeah. yeah. I, I subtitled 26 is Walking Dead. Walking Dead, we're sorry about 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But, yeah, I, I I mean not to not to go off too much, but it was my second to last house at twenty six, and I had only done that house maybe about five times during the entire event's run, just because it was. I mean, people complain about The Walking Dead, but that house always had huge weights. Like people love The Walking was, Dead, so that house was banging. Yeah, um, but but really, m- my first house was ghost town the fir- yeah we lo- that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, and i absolutely fucking adored ghost town what was also because, about our first run through ghost town is that the sprinklers were still pointed down instead of yes. up so you were you were not you getting were rained on you were getting sprayed with cold water which just made <laughs> oh, yeah, that scene that much more intense it was it was nuts it was so good yeah what a great house my favorite house yeah yeah that was mine too what? No way. It's like we had a whole episode on that. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, anything to add about your first house? No, it was, you know, it's funny though. It's like, I was sitting here looking at the list and going, Oh, it's ghost town. And then I looked, cause I actually put in the show notes on our episodes, the order we went in and I'm like, Oh fuck. It was walking dead. So <laughs> I was, was, I'm with Quinn as well. My memory was completely ghost town until I, all the actual facts in front of me so i don't know i, I yeah. looked at the map and i went oh fuck yeah. i am not talking about walking dead again I, i'm skipping that and going to go i do i do remember us meeting uh or no no um seeing uh maggie i can't remember the actress's name and that was the whole oh, yeah. time she basically sent us off to our the, to the the she didn't send us off to the houses she was like the last thing of the uh of the event. event yeah and then we gathered in our groups and then they started with walking dead because they just had her and a cup and a bunch of other people no one that's on the show anymore except she's coming back and then uh then that was like the tie-in and uh even that well, couldn't and, save that being my first and, house well, that year. i do remember um we were as the rip tours started going out both matt and i were on we're, we're texting and, and tweeting and, and doing whatever because maggie had cut her hair Yes. So, mm-hmm. and this is when and we were one- no one knew who Negan had killed yet. Yeah. And we're like, oh shit, Maggie cut her hair. Is she the one that's out? And is she the one that gets killed? And so, like, there was, I do remember that part of being yes. in, in yeah. you know, in that waiting area. But, um, but no, I, I did want to talk about Ghost Town. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's what I thought it was until I looked at the damn show notes. Went, Arr. Can, uh, 
because I know there's one or two of you out there, I'm going to be the comic book guy for a minute. Actually, if you read the comics, you should have known who was going I, to get killed by Negan. Yeah, I knew it was going to be Glenn, but we didn't know it was going to be Abraham as yeah. well. Yet. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know what? Shout out to 26 is Walking Dead, though, because that sewer scene was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was with the melted kind of like riot gear zombie. Oh man, I thought that was cool. I just, I really would, and I just said this recently. I really wish they'd just stop at twenty four because that was like the pinnacle. Mm. Yeah, I get it. All right. Well, for me, my last house of twenty six was actually one that I hold very near and dear because that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm, nice. the nineteen seventy four film that was featured as one of the three classic horror ips that year along with the exorcist and halloween 2 and uh, this one's special for me because it was my very very last house this was at 2 a.m i and my good friend travis who's a co-host on grim grinning host were the very last people to go through this house that were not team members um we actually have a picture of me and him together on the porch of the Texas Chainsaw House. Nice. Um, I've seen which that. Was I didn't great. realize that was when it was taken. I thought that was just a, like an unmasking thing or something. Nope. It was, we were the very last people through that house, which was awesome. And uh, we have that picture forever. It's great. And for me, I've always said that it's kind of funny that I ended last year with Freddie and Jason. And this year I'm ending it with Leatherface, kind of a trend there. But uh, this was a perfect adaptation of the classic Texas Chainsaw film. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great place to end. My my only knock against this house, and I brought it up on the Top 5 Houses episode, was that it was a little short. But for me, it was a perfect place to end 26. And it gave me that last little bit of chainsaw to hold me over until 27. Very nice. Yeah. Cool stuff. Um, Shelby. Um, I'm going to split this one up because... My last house was Tomb of the Ancients, which was my first. Um, but I wound up ending the whole event in BAMP 55, which is not a shocker. The place to be. Right. Yes. Um, I remember doing like only Tomb of the Ancients and 50, BAMP 55 that entire night. Because I think I went through Tomb like three or four times, and then I wound up like running to BAMP to end it out. And just, I don't know, just running back and forth between the complete end of the park versus the complete front of the park mm. was like the best exercise of my entire life. It was great. Um, That's cool. My, I, I think my last house, yeah, no, not I think, but I know my last house was Tomb of the Ancients, but yeah. I, I ended the event at Vamp. Right. 26. twenty six. disappointed if Tomb wasn't your last yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 26's final night was very interesting because it was a night that was rescheduled due to a hurricane earlier yep. in the event. It was yep. extended. That was and a bizarre because, last night. Two nights, yeah, actually. It was, I believe it was November 4th, yeah. if I remember correctly. I and that, right. is the, that is the lowest attended night at HHN I've ever been. It was a ghost town. No pun intended. It was a ghost town that night. I actually... I have my list somewhere, but I know for a fact I did over 20 house runs, everyone at least once or twice with no express. And that was, well, you know what? That what, that used to be the norm for the last night of Halloween Horror Nights, especially when it happened after Halloween. It was yeah. always like that. This, that, that night, 
that is the last time that has ever happened. Because now it's like- now it's almost <laughs> as big, if not bigger, than opening night. It's We're I don't know t- what switch flipped, but damn. We're going to talk about that when we get to okay. 27 right. for sure. Okay. But um, the fact that 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 was so empty, I mean, that is such a fond memory in my mind of 26 just being, well, like I said, a ghost town and having free reign over the park and doing so many houses. It's It was great. But I feel like so many of us kind of ruined it because we tweeted out. We're like, oh, my goodness, this is my fifth time going through Ghost Town. And then everyone's like, oh, man, we got a plan for the last night next year. You goddamn millennials uh, ruining everything. (laughs) I I definitely think 26 was like the last year for low attendance. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, I believe it's Quint's turn. Quint. It is. And so I remember this. So I went twice. This is the first time I went multiple nights um, uh, because I went to the media event and then I came back and then I flew out with Dave and his girlfriend again. And we went and we we actually went on a Thursday because we landed on a Thursday. It wasn't Dave and his girlfriend. It was uh, my sister and her boyfriend at the time. Now her husband. I thought this year was still them. Nope. No, nope. you're right. No, no, no. Never mind. But we went on a Thursday because yes. tickets cheap, whatever. But it was it was actually a really slow night. And so we we did our normal thing where we'd like gung ho, get through all the mazes, get through all the scare zones, do our thing. And we ended up having a shitload of time left. So we said, okay, let's go do chain Texas Chainsaw again. And we went and did Texas Chainsaw again, planning for that to be the final thing that we did. And then we got out of that and went, oh. Well, we still have another thing left. And Texas Chainsaw, I think, was was Kevin's pick. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, we're going and we're going to do Ghost Town again. And that is where we ended the night. What was bizarre about that night was that we hit Ghost Town like three times and never yes. ended up using our express on that because for some nope. insane reason. The line was always basically a walk on, and we're like, okay, we're going to hold our express. We're going to hold our express because we'll need it later. Never needed it. It was really never weird. needed it. And so we ended the night on Ghost Town, and I can't think of a better way to end the night. And I know Shelby's going to argue with me, but <laughs> I can't think of a better way to end the night on this event than to end it in Ghost Town because I thought that was one of the most beautiful mazes they've ever done. Oh, yeah. 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 That is my. As far as IPs are concerned, that is my most done, or excuse me, as far as originals are concerned, that is my most done original by far. Yeah, it was, it it was beautiful. And I was so happy that we were able to go through it as many times as we were that night. And so, um, yeah, that is how I ended my, my HHN. That's good. If I didn't have such an emotional attachment to Tomb of the Ancients, I would say Ghost Town would have been my favorite from that year. Tomb of the the Ancients is not a bad thing to be latching on to. I loved that maze. Um, Unfortunately for me, um, even though Ghost Town had some some things taken away from it from the the media event in the first few nights. They all do. But but I think Tomb of the Ancients suffered from that more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, The first night I went through Tomb of the Ancients on the media event, it was suffocating how much dangling stuff and oh, how God. much they, things were in your face and how much 
just claustrophobia you got going yeah. through that. that that first night they literally pulled the glasses off of my face because they're like yeah. that rubber coated stuff and it just happened to latch onto the metal on the frames of my glasses and pulled them off there my was face. so much sif in the yeah. original version of <laughs> yeah. doom and, and that and i think the the fact that they they took away from that because complaints i don't know whatever is was was to me the detriment of tomb whereas what they did to ghost town was not as uh detrimental to the experience as it was to tomb of the ancients yeah and i think that's why it ended up being lower on my scale and this this happened with scarecrow too when you have a split um a split path and then you cut one off it's it's hard to cover up that path and not make mm-hmm. it look like a covered path. And there was always that rope that just kind of stuck out like a yeah. sore thumb in the beginning of Tomb once and, they closed that they off. they just stuck the one scare actor yep. switching back and forth between those open areas. And yeah. I felt bad for that person. Yeah. 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 There were, there were, yeah. Tomb was so good. I have fond memories of going with a coworker and she was one of the ones who got driven to the floor by <laughs> one of the, I think it was like the, the Egyptian raw style scare actor, you yeah. know, kind of like the beak, uh, the, the hawk God, if I remember correctly, Shelby, yeah. correct me if I'm okay, cool. No, um, it's raw or Horus, let's either one. Either or. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you though. But regardless, like the house was so empty that night. You guys are right. I'm thinking about it because 26, you know, we got pretty good uh, house run throughs as far as not being obstructed with lines and lines of people, but just hit the floor. Absolutely terrified. It felt like we did not leave that scene for what felt like 10 minutes, even though it was probably closer to five, you know, (laughs) but still. All right, Matt, last house of 26. Okay, well, my intention was that night to be Texas Chainsaw Massacres. That was my favorite house that season. So I went through that, and then I went over to Bill and Ted, and I had time to kill. It just didn't take as long as I thought. So I looked at that big digital sign that we've all looked at by the Jaws bathrooms and saw that it said Ghost Town was like 15 minutes, which we all know... I mean, it goes from zero to 15, basically, during Horror Nights. I was like, it's probably not 15. And even if it is 15, I can get to that and still be back in plenty of time. So I squeezed. 45 posted at that house is a 15. Yeah, right. right. So I I slipped in an extra Ghost Town run as my last one before Bill and Ted. And I was happy about it. You really can't lose between the three we've all mentioned. Ghost Town, Two of the Agents, and Texas Chainsaw. All three are great choices. And those are the, uh, ultimately, it was Ghost Town good stuff all right so my first house for 27 i'm going to keep it on with the classic horror ips because my first house for 27 was actually the shining um why because uh opening night went to finnegan's which is kind of tradition at this point even if you know duff is better duff gardens i kind of do finnegan's to kick off season first just because it is tradition at this point well shelby says it's okay to be wrong sometimes well i get it i get it um but yeah i went over to the shining and that was my first house i was just super interested to see how they adapted a movie like the shining into a horror maze because i just found it so interesting that 
you know, it's it's one of those confined space movies that's more about like going into it, it's more about isolation and madness, which is something we're all uh, keenly aware of right now, being locked in our homes. And I think good old good old Jack uh, has held up better than most of us. But uh, anyways, I haven't killed a young boy with an axe yet or attempted to. Well, you're just uh, not trying. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a quitter. But anyways, I really like The Shining. Uh, we're going to talk about this again in a little bit, I feel. But uh, yeah, you know, The Shining, it wasn't the best maze that year. I actually think it ended up like right in the middle of my list. But as far as an adaptation of a classic horror film, I thought they did everything they could. And that elevator scene was awesome. Come on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Way better than the one they had in California. That's for sure. <laughs> the video projection. Oh, yeah. It was also when you saw it. That was the kicker. Yeah. Shelby, I... Uh, before I pass it over to you, I just want to ask you a question. Oh. Yes, sure. Great party, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, wow, where was I going? I'm trying to derail everything. Great there, party, Hunter. isn't it? <laughs> I'm just going to keep repeating it every five seconds as you do your segment. So carry on. No. Um, Great party, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, honest to God, this is the year I remember the least. I don't wow. remember where I started. I, I want to say I usually start in the back. I, I guess part of me wants to think it was either Dead Waters or The Fallen. Yeah. Do you know if you stay in Screamed at Finnegan's? Well, Here's the thing. I did team member preview again that year. Oh, that's right. Darn. So I don't, I, we always go to the right. When we enter the park, we always go right. And I think, I don't know. It's like a weird tradition we have when we do team member preview, we go to the right, we hit the, the first bar in kid zone and we grab that drink. And then we just figure out where to go next. So what I, cause I remember Scarecrow was later in the evening God, did we do Ash for Evil Dead first? No. But no, I, it's so hard to remember that night. I don't even remember hope, like opening day. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, okay. I'm not very good at commentary in this year. <laughs> I, I remember the last house, that's for sure. But I don't For not being very good commentary in this year, you're sure talking a lot. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, oh, I can keep talking. I know. I know. Trust me. <laughs> Quint, what was your house from 27? Um, so Scarecrow of the Reaping was my first maze. We we had Duff, and as soon as they dropped the... Actually, as soon as they dropped the ropes, we were like, we're not done our beers. We still got <laughs> like, over half a beer. So we just kind of like walking on over, and no one was in line for Scarecrow. And we're like, well, okay, let's do this. And so that was a night I got multiple runs through Scarecrow. We did not even use our Express the first run through. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a, a banging house that year. So oh, yeah. speaking of, uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad Shelby brought this up. We did buy our Express Pass because it was the first time. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a year we all met, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and uh, Shelby and I had already spent some time in Halloween Hardys together, but I was like, I did not want to leave Shelby behind when Quint got here. So we already we decided like weeks before this we're going to get an express. Yeah. Well, when we finally got a moment to um, oh, get introduce everybody, it's like then you and Shelby were able to talk, and I was able to walk away. I walked to this. We're in, we're in Duff, of course, having our beers, and I went to the where they sell the the express 
passes right where you get in to check in. Yeah. And, and they were just packing up. I'm like, oh, are you? can you sew one? And he's like, oh, no, I just carry it offline. I'm like, oh, okay, that's no problem. I'll just go find something. So I just went right out of there through the like Central Park area towards <laughs> Diagon Alley thinking I'll find something. <laughs> I could not find an open express pass stand Nothing. until I got to the front of the park. Oh, which geez. is basically which is basically the entire perimeter of the park, and then came back just in time to check in for stay and mm-hmm. scream in the, like the final minutes and give Shelby her express pass, <laughs> dripping with sweat, short of breath. It was, uh, and then it honestly, it didn't feel like that long. Uh, well, then, well, no, because uh, Shelby and I have been catching up and drinking beer and you know whatever. And then on top of that, the two guys at the recording studio that we'd been working with for like three years at this point were outside, stopped me to talk to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be rude, but I got. Go! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was pretty it was a pretty good night. Yep, uh, it was that fun. Was, that was a great night. Yeah, yeah, it was a great night. It was and and it was the first night that I actually met Shelby in person, and yes. it was yeah. Um, we were sitting in Matt's Duff spot. Yes. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, there was there was a lot of good memories from that night. This is also, was this not, oh man, I did, no, I don't want to, I don't know if I, if I have it wrong, I'm going to fuck it up. I thought that was not the same night we, Karen and Kevin got engaged, but I don't think it was. I think it was the next no. year. No, uh, it was 20, yeah. It was 27. It was? Because yeah. oh, Shelby okay. helped set it up. It was. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. Oh God, yeah. So I abandoned also- everybody. Need that express yeah. pass. God, you're making me miss going outside right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an epic year. It really was an epic year. And we were all over the place in the park. Shelby will really appreciate this. And I need to introduce you to him when this is all over. Mm. Just this, not even a year ago, Quentin and I were at Castle Church Brewery, which is a mm-hmm. church and a brewery. That's a real thing. Yes. But they make yeah. kick-ass fucking beer. They make great beer. Well, we're talking to the bartender who's uh, actually mm-hmm. he's he's been he's taking care of our check, but another bartender is actually um, pouring the beers. So he's just talking to us, and I don't know what came up. Uh, I think Harnights the word Harnights came up, and he's like, "Oh, Harnights fan." It's like, "Oh, we do a." I don't think we even said the podcast. I was like, "Yeah, you know, we've, we've done a lot of really cool things at Harnights." Oh, we did. We talked about the podcast. We recorded on site. Mm-hmm. We said my sister got engaged. He's like engaged. I was like, "Yeah, we had a we had a friend help organize all the chainsaw clowns." getting us getting together during engagement he's like i think i remember that he's like oh you saw it he's like oh yeah i'm a chainsaw clown every year i'm like holy shit small world <laughs> yep. awesome. yeah that was that was fucking hilarious um that was just 27 was an epic fucking year yeah for considering how it's kind of like the if you were to take the past five years and rank them 27 might be on the bottom of that list we really did a lot of awesome things in that that year yeah, yeah but yeah. i think I think 27 was an uh, an epic year for me, mostly because of the people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we as, as, Kevin as and, a, and, and, our group yeah. of friends, yeah. It had nothing to do with, with what the, uh, not every, uh, I mean, it had didn't have as much to do with what the event provided us as much as it did with just how many people we hung out with and how many people I got to meet. And I got to meet Shelby the first time face-to-face and all that stuff. It was just, yeah, it was just. Yeah, fun. Right. Yep. Super, super fun. Can we go back to that time? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. It's your turn. <laughs> okay, again, uh, led by the media party, but this one this one was pretty cool. 
because it's it's it was a pretty breathtaking start. We were led out of the the party directly into the house, and we turned that corner and saw that riverboat listing in the swamp. Oh, when man. we went into dead waters, that was a pretty mm-hmm. good start. That's a pretty yeah, good start. That's a damn good start. It's a beautiful house. Yep. What a great, great pick to start off with. Exactly. And then we went to the Fallen. <laughs> so yeah, and everybody, everybody hates on the Fallen. I, I actually, I only went through it once, and I had basically the perfect run through. I got every stunt, I got every scare, I got everything, and I'm like, yeah. that was fucking amazing. And you're like, they're like. Uh, what do you mean? I'm like, I got every bloody, and they're like, yeah, that never ever happens to anyone ever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, oh. The first character I'd ever met that was a listener was in that house. So whenever I see them, the house always has a fond memory. So actually, sure. I mean, I get what people say about it, but to me, it's it's kind of up there because it's always fun to see them working. I get that personal attachment. Yeah. Okay, so my last house of 27 was, I kind of alluded to this, it was The Shining, actually. Um, And the reason for that, it was not an active decision. It was not my favorite house that year. Like I said, it was kind of in the middle. And basically what happened is, like you alluded to, Matt, um, apparently we just harvested, harvested so much goodwill at the end of 26 last year that everyone heard about how great uh, the closing night crowd was and Shelby I mean by him I'm pretty sure you and I met during 26 but by then you and I were actively talking and hanging out and I remember pretty distinctly you tweeting out that night and you were like so much for a slow night (laughs) and uh the final night of 27 was a cluster fire like oh my Uh, goodness it was one of the most packed nights I've ever experienced at the event. And the only reason The Shining was my last house was because it was the one with the shortest wait time closest mm. to closing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. So, unfortunately, even though I like that house, uh, it's, it's probably like a six or a seven out of ten as far as ranking uh, on a ten point scale. But uh, I didn't want to end there, but I kind of ended there out of necessity because I wanted to end in a house. It's a good end, though. Yeah, it's not a bad end at all. I mean, uh, of all of the the modern recreations they've done, uh, The Shining does still rate pretty low on my list, but it was still not a bad maze. No, not at all. I I think 27, this this might be controversial. I 27 was a great year for me personally. And that is insanely controversial. How dare you bring yourself (laughs) into this? Hold up, jackass. Okay. (laughs) So 27, 27, it was a great year for, for me personally and like friendships. And that was the year I moved to Orlando and everything like that. But I, I think 27 is probably the weakest year out of the events that I have gone to as far as having good houses, but not quite great houses pretty consistently across the board. And two, I just really didn't like, um, so good memories of 27, but, but not my favorite year. That, that's my controversial take. But that's at least exactly you what I was ended, just saying. Yeah. But at least you ended the night in air conditioning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> good point. Good. Huh? And uh, it was a great party, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> Shelby, your last house for 27. Um, this might be a little obvious. Uh, I ended 27 on Scarecrow of the Reaping. I made sure to go through each cast at least twice. I tried 
I tried because the wait time like earlier in the evening was like 90 minutes. Yeah. Well, For the last night, it was insane. But yeah. I was able to at least get in two runs of each cast that night and then sprint out to Festival of the Deadliest to close out their last cast. Um, like right as they were, as they were leaving set. But um, I remember that house or scarecrow so well. Me too. Yeah. Such that a good house. Great, I man. Don't take selfies in that house, but I did. You did. Um, I remember <laughs> that when you posted that. I was so proud. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that, kids. You're not allowed. <laughs> don't don't break no rules. The events don't changed break. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think this was the last. In my opinion, this was the last house that really got under my skin at the event. Uh, not to say I don't have scares and startles and everything like Shelby. I know you love certain guys over in graveyard games, for instance, <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's not a knock against the event, but man, uh, you know what? Dead exposure patient zero was the year after, but scarecrow was just so incredible. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Quint. So um, we we've talked about how this year was was big with uh, with people and all that stuff and uh, and Karen was was pissed at us <laughs> during the first part of the event because she thought we were ignoring her when actually we were just planning her engagement um, <laughs> and so to make it up to make up for that uh, we decided that she got the last pick of the maze that we were going to go through um, the last. The, the last night of that or the last part of the uh, the last maze of the night and she picked an amazing pick in my opinion and she picked dead waters mm-hmm. a good choice yep yeah and uh and it was the only knock i have on dead waters is that it was too short and everything else i loved it was beautiful it had that sideways tilting walkway it had uh it, it it, it was it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous maze. It had some pretty cool scares. Not really scary, but it had some creep factor to it, I think, was the biggest thing. And that facade was just, oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add. I think you hit it, to be honest. Not to leave you hanging, but yeah, that, that, that's it. That's good yeah. stuff. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was good. Matt? Well, this is kind of encompasses a little bit of what everyone talked about. I mean, I, it can only be one last house, but my last night was first I was taken aback of the fact of how long the traffic was to get in because I didn't do stay in screen the last night because you didn't have to for the years before that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, someone, there must be like a deadly wreck up front, but never, no, no, it was just a line to get in. So when I go in, I'm like, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. Where's everybody? coming from and i'm like well i wanted to go to scarecrow before the event (laughs) finishes before i go to bill and ted uh i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to fit even with express pass i'm like let me make sure i fit that in so i hit scarecrow okay scarecrow done i'm happy but i'm like okay i still have more time so then i was just kind of just running out my express pass and running out the night before bill and ted and when it got to the point that I had to get in line for Bill and Ted, actually, this is the year they had the um, wristbands for the pass holders for that last mm-hmm. show. So I knew I was going to get in, but I also didn't want to be in the bottom left or right corner. You know, I wanted a, a decent mm-hmm. seat. So I was like, I gave myself enough time. 
I made the cutoff doing basically the news as run when I got to The Shining and then headed over to Bill and Ted to make sure I get a decent seat. So The Shining ended up being my last one. Not planned. It was supposed to be Scarecrow, but I was worried I wasn't going to get a Scarecrow run in. So I went there first before I did anything else that night. Understand. That's probably a good call. Yeah. I mean, if it's that busy, you know, just just get what you can yep. in and, and, you know, end the event. I mean, I, it, this is a, a really interesting show for me because I'm talking to three people who, you know, are talking about the event being living in Orlando and going multiple times and going like all through the event. And me, it's like, I'm picking and choosing very, very preciously because I'm only till this point, I'm only going once, twice, maybe um, a season. And it's like, you know, these are precious picks for me and you guys are just, "Ah, you know, I I tried to do this, but it ended up being this. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, uh, you know, we're kind of in a similar situation. We've talked about, uh, we, we've touched this every time we do a year review. Well, previously on Grim Grinning Hosts, and uh, my good friend Brad is from Jersey, and Kenny is from the Chicago area, and we we always hang with each other when they're down. You know, like we make it a point to be there for the last houses. So for Brad, that was Ghostbusters. I made a point to see that with him because that's what he wanted to do. And Kenny, I'm trying to. I think Kenny's last. He'll message me. He'll call me a dumbass or something. But I think it was Universal Monsters. So yeah, Quint, I think that's totally valid. It wasn't what Kenny's last night wasn't a night him and I hung out, was it? I don't think so. Because I know we did Yeti last that night. From what I remember, we drank way too fucking much. Kenny usually comes twice during the season. He usually comes at the beginning and then at the end. Kenny and I basically picked up where we left off last time we saw each other in 25, drunk, and left each other drunk. (laughs) (laughs) That night was a... That, that was a blur that last couple Matt hours. Out, he's like, you want a lanyard? And then yeah, Kenny's like, like, yeah, I love lanyards. I grabbed my keys trying to figure out how to call Uber with it. I'm like, how do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're getting into the, the finals here. Lord knows people are tired of this by now. <laughs> um, but my first house for 28 uh, in a misguided sense that inspired, um, selfishly inspired one of my favorite tweets I've ever made. If I can talk about myself for a moment, no. that was stranger things. So Ooh. like I said, I like to start off in the Finnegan's uh, bar. It's just kind of tradition when I'm, I'm not there reporting for, for, you know, duties for the shows or whatever. And, um, <sighs> stranger things was the pick because I was like, you know what? It's going to be the busiest house all season. I don't know how often I'm going to get a chance to see it. It's opening night. Let's just go ahead and do it. I know it's going to be busy. I had no clue how busy Stranger Things was going to be. Um, I'm pretty sure because I was there with everybody from kind of the Grim Grinning Host crew with Gary and Kenneth and and Connor and and, and the whole bunch there. Um wow (laughs) talk about there was a delay right at opening that delayed us by about 30 to 45 minutes and because it's the very beginning of september that year i mean it's still summer weather it was a good 90 degrees and you're waiting out and all of the switchbacks are filled up because everyone had the exact same plan i can only imagine the tent houses at the back are like oh man are we ever going to see anybody but yeah everybody went to stranger things that said I was not a Stranger Things fan until it got announced for the event. I think that's, I know I'm in the minority there because Stranger Things is like a worldwide 
sensation and has been. But what finally made me sit down to watch Stranger Things is the fact that it was coming to Halloween Horror Nights. So I had only finished Stranger Things, I think about a probably about a week or so the first season before the event. And I actually really liked it. I think there's a reason stranger things has been so popular. It's, it's great. Um, that house really caught me off guard with how much I liked it. It wasn't my favorite house from 28, but I think they did a great job of adapting a family drama with horror elements into a full horror maze. And I think it gave everything that, a fan of stranger things would want along with things that Halloween horror nights fans would want. Mm. So it was fully worth the wait. I think it was a great way to start off the event for me for 28. So yeah, stranger things. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I definitely remembered that stranger thing house more from 28 than I do from 29. That's for sure. Because it was so much better. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's no bias involved. Yeah, it was better. It still wasn't good. I liked I thought it was significantly. It wasn't a scary house, but I thought it was scarier than I expected it to be by quite a fair amount. Mm. And it was it was very movie accurate. Yes. Or or television accurate. Sorry. Or streaming accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Shelby. Yes. So you remember how I kind of said the last time where I would do team member preview and my first priority would be to go right hit the bar and kid zone and continue on to the back of the park. Um, so that's what we did this year. And I remember doing it with my friend Peter and we wound up back by kid zone, grabbed our, I think that year was still square cups. Yeah. Yes. Grabbed our ugly square cup, our horrible sugary drink, chugged it and went to the back of the park and did slaughter cinema. Oh, nice start. Well, that's a great a good kickoff. start. Yeah. yeah. That's a great kickoff. I remember that. Cause it was on my Instagram story still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. But yeah, that house, it, it wound up. I mean, it's on my list is like the best house from that year. It's just so good. And I, well, I mean, it, it ignited the Yeti terror of the Yukon. Oh yeah, it did. Yes. It was so hokey and it was also spooky and just, it was great. It was so retro. It was so, uh, yeah, just, uh, there was so much goodness in that maze. I, I loved it, including the facade where they were playing stupid, uh, the stupid clips and stuff. It, it was great. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah. It was so good. So yeah, sloppy. That, that's one I remember vividly going in and uh, seeing. That's great. Love it. Yes. Quince, 28. All right, 28. Um, Blumhouse, two. Oh, but. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. I remember that one. But. <laughs> There's a huge but on the. Well, so to speak. Massive. But. Yes. Oh, man. Um, This is probably one of my favorite run throughs of a maze ever. Mine, too. <laughs> And it has nothing to do with anything that was in the Blumhouse maze yeah. at all. This one, had, this one's so like recent. I remember the story. Oh well. my god! Yeah. This is this is oh this is one of the greatest, uh, one of my greatest horror night memories ever. Yeah. So uh, so my brother in law and I got drunk a couple of months before this, and he's a horror fan, but his family hates horror. 
So his kids don't like to be scared and his wife hates horror movies. And so he can never watch horror movies. And when he does, he's got to be alone in the house and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I, him and I got drunk one night and we're, I'm like, dude, you should just come to Halloween Horror Nights with me. You'd love this stuff. And, and he's like, yeah, okay. You know, so, so he needed a break from work. So he came out, flew on, he, he collects miles and all that stuff. He, he does this like, as a serious hobby. So he came out for free and blah, blah, blah. First class, yada, 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 whatever. And he gets there and he has no idea what he's going into. He told me later, he thought, well, you know, I thought we'd be like doing some rides and it would be a little spooky and, and doing some of this. He had no clue what he was getting into. So we go into Blumhouse and we put him <laughs> first in line. Yep. And, and I'm right. And it was a very, a slow start to the night stay in screen yes. so they they pulsed us so we had no us. one in oh, front of us right. nobody and he goes in and the first character that comes out at him with a knife and the big smiley face this dude is just about climbing the walls and <laughs> and just like and i'm like pushing him forward to get him through and the this character backs off and 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 Raul doesn't want to go forward and i'm like pushing him forward to get through and the character comes back out and yep. gets him again, again same yeah. character and and it's just the entire maze was just that over and over oh, and over so again awesome. it was amazing and he we get out of it and he's just he's visibly shaking and he's just like <laughs> holy but, shit what the hell was that and and you know it's like and then you ain't seen nothing yet yeah <laughs> we're like what the hell this is like the first one and he's texting his wife and he's texting his wife saying and i only know this because my wife's texting me back and she's like Roll doesn't know if he can make it through the night and i'm like <laughs> what and and then i get uh, a text saying you know Joachim doesn't believe Roll was scared and i i Joachim is his son and i texted his son i'm like no no dude i think your dad pooped a bit <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah so it was not a good maze uh, uh but, but it was a great experience <laughs> a great experience and it was something i will never ever forget no nope, nope. uh, yeah uh just just Blumhouse. I don't know why, but it was amazing. Well, no, I do know why, but it was it yeah. was amazing. That's great. Yeah. What a oh man, what a! <laughs> I only wish I was there. Like I'm right. gonna be honest, I'm a little resentful. He he had just he, his experience had to be well, not not unique, but it had to be uh, interesting because what was he in Orlando for? Nineteen hours. Something like that. Yeah. So he hit. He went from West Coast on a red eye. Landed. We picked him up. Freshened up at the house. Went right there. Stay in screen. So we're eating and drinking, like right yep. off the bat. So he's already like. By the time the night really starts, he's kind of boarding on that twenty four hours without sleep. And then by the time we're in full gear, it's well past that. Oh yeah! What um, a dangerous combination. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we call that one the Ozzy Osbourne experience. <laughs> but but by the end of the night, he was he was so enthusiastic, and uh, he hasn't come back yet. Uh, mostly just because of timing, but yep. he really does want to come back. Yeah. And next time, we're going to bring his son, and it should be just as good. Well, um, good he did go to Hollywood last year. He did. Yeah. yeah. So he he managed to fit some kind of Halloween Hard Nights experience in. But he yeah. wanted he to be, but his heart was good. in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Matt, how did you kick off 28? Well, again, I had no choice, but it wasn't a terrible start. But we shot directly across Vamp 85 and headed right to Halloween 4 to start off our night. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so hey, it, there was a lot less Michael Myers that first night. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> they put a lot more in. But I do remember really liking the scene. I always love when they do an outside scene inside. So when the car was out there and you had the Dr. Loomis bit, uh, I, I was happy with that. So yeah, again, yeah. they don't they don't start with their heavy hitters when they're showing people the event for coverage. So it's but it, it wasn't it wasn't the. Uh, well, it wasn't Blumhouse. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, um, was this the one where they had the the fire effects at the end? No, that was no. two. The that was, yeah. okay. yeah. I, was I, I get them confused sometimes. Yeah. The Halloween ones, I get them confused. But yeah, okay. So this was the the lackluster one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was 100%. in the Shrek building. No, no, no. no. Oh, I one hundred percent agree. Okay. Um, as much as I love Halloween, uh, this this house had a. Unfortunately, I did not get to see the one at twenty four, but I loved the one at twenty six. Mm-hmm. And um, from, I guess not to to say too much because I don't know the exacts, but it, supposedly this is one of the houses that was added very very late to the lineup of twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, not surprise me. Yeah, they wanted something. Keep in mind that Halloween 2018, the sequel that happened 40 years after the original film came out that year. So they really wanted something to kind of promote that. And Mm -hmm. this became the 10th house that we've now had since 28. Um, I didn't really care for this one either, but it does have one of my favorite sound clips in any movie. And that's Dr. Loomis at the end of Halloween 4, looking at Jamie holding the knife and going, no, no, no. <laughs> and they, they fit it into the house and I, I love it. So, yeah. Nice. But nice. yeah, Halloween 4, I, you know, that's, that's a good start. Okay, so my last house of 28 was actually Carnival Graveyard. So I'm bucking the IP trend. Carnival Graveyard was my favorite original of that year. Right before this, I did Poltergeist. And then my last house, which there's a reason I'm clarifying that, which we talked about in the Scare Zones episode. I actually wrapped up 28 with the last ever call to arms with a K with the clowns uh, doing the dance party. That's where I needed to end the event. But Carnival Graveyard, I had a just a perfect final run through. Uh, shout out to our good friend Mel's for a great face interaction. Yes, I had the, that too. Yeah, Mama Mel's. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the robotic clown who I uh, finger gunned walking through, and he finger gunned back and then fell directly on top of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there awesome. was just so much, and I think Carnival Graveyard was such a unique house as far as being an HHN fan and walking through because you you found something new every single time you walked into that house that I love that concept whenever they pull things out of storage like they did that for HHN 20 with uh, the hallowed past where you were walking through the HHN warehouse um, but I, I love when they pull out old props and things and put them in and I kind of just like the carnival aesthetic in general and, and having these carnies going after you with these amazing twisted backstories that every single character in that house had a fully oh, yeah. like detailed backstory, which yep. was great. I hope they release that at some point. Otherwise, I'm sure you can find somebody who can tell you. Yeah, I just really love this house. It was something unique. And I hope that at some point we kind of see that open floor plan again where we're seeing scenes directly interact with other scenes. Um, 
really like it. I, I had to end there. And even though I officially ended the event over at Killer Clowns, I have really fond memories of my last house walkthrough of Carnival Graveyard. Yeah. Nice. I missed that house. Yeah. It was so good. I actually um, ended my event with the same house I started with the event. And that would be Slaughter Cinema. Nice. For the oh, right okay. reasons. For yeah. the right reasons, yeah. Well, I wound up acting in that house for a night. And uh, I have a majority of my friends were in that house. So I had to go through that house. Yeah. Um, I ended I ended that run. Or sorry, ended the event with that house. And then I spent the rest of my night in the scare zones. As is tradition at this point. I kind of like go through the houses quickly on the last night and then chill out in the zones. Um, except for last year, which I ended a house in. Um, but I went through Slaughter Cinema, I want to say a couple of times, and then wound up ending my night with Killer Clowns and Vamp. Good stuff. Hell nice. yeah. It was, it was a very emotional night. Oh, yeah. Quince. <sighs> so I. Um... This is the first year that I went multiple, multiple, multiple nights. Like I, I did one other year where I'd gone twice, uh, two nights in a row or, or two nights, not in a row, but two nights. And this was the first year that I'd gone multiple nights in a row. I got a, you know, one of the, uh, the early fear pass types deals. So I had, you know, however much of a week hanging out with Matt in Orlando and we could go every night that we wanted. And we ended up going every freaking night. Um, and this was also the night that we met Greg from uh, Midway Reprise Midway from Reprise Twitter. Twitter. Yep. yep. Yeah, this, this is the night we met him. Um, and so I met him multiple nights and, and had some really great runs through uh, this maze and, or, or sorry, this event. And. I had to end this event with which with the maze, which I think is still the top maze for me Ooh. in all the years that I've been going. And that's that exposure. Yeah. Yep. Also a good choice. I mean, I, I went right before I went through dead exposure. I went through carnival graveyard and, and met Mama Mel's for the last time, but I wanted to end the night on dead exposure. I think dead exposure had, uh, had this this unique aesthetic, the the black and white, the strobes, the, the all of the things that made it so special. Um, just just yeah, it 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 freaked the shit out of me, and I loved it. Mm. Yep. And uh, I just just special shout out once again to that awesome intro track to yeah. Dead Exposure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so disappointed that I didn't show up on your event playlist last yeah. week, Matt. Uh, um, right. <laughs> that's okay. Round, round two. So good. Yeah. yeah. Round two. Coming Plenty up. more to cover. Yep. Well, where did you end the event, Matt? Okay. I, I, I can't seem to answer these questions simply. There's always a story behind them. <laughs> so last night of Halloween Heart Days 28, I was sick. And I was oh, sitting yeah. in my living room. An hour, well past opening, maybe probably even more than an hour. And my wife actually goes, aren't you going to hard nights? I'm like, no, I'm sick. I, I cannot go. And mm-hmm. I sit there and inevitably open Twitter and I see all my friends having fun. And I get out of my chair. My wife goes, going to hard nights? I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. So I get I get there. I pull out my fast pass. I'm like, or express fast. I'm like, I'm going to do the run. 
And that is it. There's no Bill and Ted. I don't care. And I'm going to start with, I'm not even going to go to the back or to the news as I'm just going to make sure I end with dead exposure. But I, I walked right in and I went right to Halloween. I'm like, okay, Halloween, I'm going to get done. Cause it's, I it's, love the sickly exasperated tone you have going on right, right now, by the way. <laughs> like, like you're, you're mimicking a very nasally Matt. I, I, I love it. <laughs> so I get through Halloween. And then at that point, between the walking from the parking lot, the adrenaline, or even though I I know these houses like the back of my hand, you still get that little bit of a rush now and again. All that out of Halloween, I'm like, I am going to die. <laughs> I was like, I cannot make it to the I, end. I so, remember you being that. Sick. Oh my god! I saw. I remember us passing each other like in a line, and I like I just waved. I was like, that's all I can even muster. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta go to Dead Exposure, and then I gotta go home. So I go all the way to Dead Exposure, which feels like. That's just a marathon's worth of distance. I go to dead exposure. I get through it. I'm like, good, I'm done. I'm about to go. Mel's posts her set times, or maybe she messages them to me. I don't know what. I was like, I cannot leave without seeing Mel's on the last night. So I go to Graveyard Games. I get my face interaction with her. In hindsight, I should have warned her how sick I was because she booked me yeah. on the nose, but it is what it is. And then I got out of there, and I felt I felt an Good enough. I was like, you know what? As much as I, I love Carnival, I like Scary Tales more. I'm right next to Scary Tales. Let me end it on something I want to do. And yeah. I did Scary Tales, and then I got the fuck out, and I remember nothing after exiting Scary Tales. I, uh, that's how sick I was. And then I was sick for like a month. After. I was so sick. You were that, really yeah, bad. I pushed yeah. myself. I had true laryngitis, which I didn't even know what that i mean i knew what laryngitis was but i never knew what it, the experience it was and i kept pushing myself and pushing my voice and then i actually lost it and i went to a doctor he's like uh you've got like one of the worst cases of laryngitis I've ever seen in my life don't talk for two days so and then i it took forever to heal and quit and I, two days of my life i know right <laughs> quinn and i never did our wrap-up until i think like christmas because yeah, i was, was so late. sick and i had no voice and i and and then when i got over the laryngitis i could not talk for more than a half hour without losing my voice again it was it was awful I uh, I do commend you though because not many people can become a professional mime in two days. But like, <laughs> right? So good at that. Yeah. I am so proud of you. Thank you. So that's actually like getting back to the actual house. That is not a bad house to leave this no, attraction I, on. That's no, that's I'm why. Not- yeah, I pushed myself. I was like, you know what? I'm right here. I'm gonna do it because I love the scary tales lore. I've loved almost everything they did minus Scream Punk. I, I'm going to end it on Scary Tales. Not only that, they had a wicked, wicked entry oh, yeah. to that maze. Yep. The, the, the witch on the um, on the, the, the bungee cord thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was amazing. Yep. And that whole facade and all the stuff that you could jump to and do stuff. That was just it was so energetic of a of an entry to a maze. Loved it. Yep. Me too. So as someone who was a fan of Catacombs, first and foremost, and still is, um, I've, got, I've got to break y'all's hearts a little bit. You didn't do your wrap up for 28 until February. <laughs> wow. It's that late? Okay. I knew it was, yeah, it was much later late. than, yeah. than no, it was, October it or November. Really even. Late. But, but honestly, Matt was sick until February. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Matt was not recovered until February yep. when he could actually go through a catacombs long it's, um, uh, a podcast. Any yeah. of the podcasts 
events that he's done before February, between October and February that year were like 30 minutes at the most. Or, and yeah, and I was one of four people, so I wasn't yeah. talking that much. Yeah. As yeah. I didn't even address it on the show. It's like I had to retrain that muscle because I had done damage to it. It had to repair and I had to retrain it. It was, it was yeah. not laryngitis is not something to fuck with. No matter how many houses you want to go through. Apparently. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Seriously. Well, right. let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's go ahead and get into the finale. Doo-doo. So Matt, you and I will just hit this one together yep, for we our will. Final. Yep. Um, I was very fortunate to be your guest for Catacombs, and our first house of 29 was actually Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It was. It was. (laughs) I I said on that podcast that we were pretty happy it was actually Killer Clowns because it set a good mood, and we we both enjoyed those. uh, No pun intended, but it it was a fun house. Uh, I think I said that on the episode. (laughs) And uh, like as much as we loved Universal Monsters, I showed up opening night in the Universal Monsters shirt, you like did. a big old. Door. You never wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. No, but that's I, did why I was it. like, "What an amateur I'm dealing with tonight." Yeah. I showed up to get my pin. I was just, I was, I had my backpack, my little canvas sack. I was ready to go. But yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But you know, as great as that house run through was for the first time, but it wasn't until him and I saw the house the next evening where we texted each yeah. other. And we were like, apparently, we had a really awful run our first know, time. Godzilla right. wasn't working. Most of the boo holes, like we just missed the scares or, or were empty. And um, that's a house I, I liked a lot more after opening. Yeah. Night. Yeah, me too. Yep. And I will say the highlight of the night. And if, if we ever start getting into merchandising, it has to be a piece of merchandise, was the stinger scare of Yeti, Terror of the Yukon, where Hunter exclaims, that's a big motherfucker right there. <laughs> I, uh, that was so I, good. That was great. I love that one. Um, my <laughs> favorite is still from the Wolfman yeah. statue from Universal Monsters, which was what the fuck was that? What I don't fuck, even know what the fuck that was. was. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Alright, yeah. since Madden I got that one, Shelby. Me! Alright, so <laughs> I did team member preview again. But this one was a lot different than other team member previews I've done. Uh, this was the first time they were starting to let in guests from the quote-unquote secret side entrance over by Blue Man Group. Ah, <laughs> yes. So they were testing out that side entrance, uh, which they were going to open up to only resort guests later on. But they were letting in team members for team room preview. So we were hanging out there. And of course, we're closest to Ghostbusters, right? By Minions. So we might as well go to Ghostbusters. So we did. Um, I was with my friend Skipper Haas. You guys are familiar with him? Mm-hmm. Um, the Twitters. Good guy. Um, him and I did that house along with my roommate. Uh, we, well, Ghostbusters. Um, it was amazing because Skipper Haas is a huge Ghostbusters fan, and just seeing him nerd nice. out was amazing. Uh, my roommate, who was also with me, was super drunk and was also fun to watch. Um, <laughs> just going through that and like watching both of them because Haas was in front of me and my roommate was behind me, and just watching them freak out over everything was amazing. Uh, it was such a 
I don't know. That was probably my best experience through Ghostbusters was nice. watching everybody's first initial reaction to everything. Um, and then that night took a really unfortunate turn. Really? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, my roommate had too much to drink. Oh, this was the opening night. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to tell the detail. whole story of that on this. I, yeah, I remember. I'm not going to go into too much detail, yes, but we okay. wound up at, um, oh God, Orlando regional hospital. Yeah. Dr. Phillips, right? Yes. That's where yeah, they take Dr. everyone Phillips. from universal. Yeah. But, uh, that's how my night wound up. So I wound up missing a lot of the houses that night, but I made up for it on a opening night. But, that being said, my first night or my first house that night was Ghostbusters and it was amazing. Awesome. Good stuff. Yes. Quint, first house. Uh so this this house I had been looking forward to mm-hmm. for uh, pretty much the beginning and unlike many people it did not disappoint for me it did disappoint the first run through because it was during daylight yeah and the uh, uh the entryway and the, the the sort of the facade that leads you into it um and i'm talking about depths of fear here uh in daylight it doesn't work but at nighttime when you look up and the stars are there it just kind of gives you the underwater vibe daytime not so much um i really loved this house and i know this is this is a you know uh argumentative thing but i love the creature design i loved all of the the scares i love the, the the masks i loved the the entire body suits these these creatures were wearing i love the idea i loved the fist down the throat scene I, like there was so much about this that i just super enjoyed it was um and I think one of the reasons is that it's it's very reminiscent of um, a video game that I keep bringing up on this on this show, which is System Shock Two, and it, it gave me that vibe of this very close quarters sort of inside of a, a thing, and and I thought it executed well. I thought there was other things they could have done to make it even better, but still, this was the first thing that we did, and um, I don't regret it, and I don't regret the multiple viewings that I had of it. That's yes. okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> You're all wrong. We didn't have a I choice. Liked, I liked Depths of Fear. I did, too. I really did. And for Depths of Fear got better as the event went on. Until they started taking away the big boys. Yeah. Yeah. But they did. They seemed to cram a few more in that very last few nights. Yeah. Uh, Might have been my imagination, but it seemed like there was more than there were when they started taking away. It yeah. was an unfortunate situation with yeah. how uncomfortable those costumes Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. apparently and this house that. is very much Creatures 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I had I must have just had good runs through it because, or I got it at the right time of the event, but I really, really did enjoy it. Um, it, it didn't make my top of the, the year, but it was close. I mean, it, it was a really, really good maze, I thought. Yeah. Agreed. You uh you have a very particular aesthetic that you like, Quint. I do. You like kind of like dystopian sci-fi, I've yeah. noticed. Yeah. That's yeah. totally my thing. Um I I'm very much that aesthetic 
and uh, it doesn't hurt that, you know, the first year I went in, they had, you know, a dystopian scare zone that I crawled through that had a burning car and all (laughs) kinds of cool shit that 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 didn't influence this at all. Um, It also doesn't hurt that, you know, my favorite movie is, you know, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Um, You know, it, it just. Yeah, that's my aesthetic. Same. Totally get it. Same. And and I thought this this really did it for me. It gave me the abyss vibe. It gave me, you know, those types of of vibes where yeah, the the pressure is there and you can kind of sort of feel that pressure sinking in on you, that ocean pressure. I thought they did it and I liked it. Good stuff. Well, our last little stretch here is our last house for 29. And uh, for me, that was actually Universal Monsters, probably to the surprise of no one. No No way. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. But Universal Monsters, um, a little bit of backstory here. Unfortunately, uh, I did not have. Well, fortunately, I did not have it anywhere near as bad as Matt did during 28. But 29 was my first year in three years that I did not stick around the entire evening to mm. close out the event. Um, I actually showed up and I after walking in, I immediately started to feel pretty, pretty ill, unfortunately. But I could not leave until I said goodbye to my good friends yeah. over at the Universal <laughs> Monsters. Um, and I remember right after that, I, I walked over and I met you and Shelby. And I said, yeah, hey, I unfortunately, yeah. I'm having to head out. But um, you guys enjoy yourselves and I'm going to go get some rest. But before that, yes, I went to see Universal Monsters. And um, this house is very, very important to me as far as... Um, for those of you who aren't in uh, maybe like super in touch with me on Twitter or anything like that last year, uh, me and a good friend, wild bill ST seven, I believe is his handle. I'll have to double check, but uh, we started a little gag, which was called Dracula owes me money. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I, I love that. Like I said, when we were doing the music episode, we I like to find something silly from each year and just kind of like latch on to it. And um, Dracula owes me money became this thing, but it, it kind of spread like wildfire, which completely caught me off guard. The fact that people latched onto this silly joke so much and people were actually getting fake dollar bills from Dracula, which were like napkins with Dracula bucks written on it. Um, and that dude with the cane who took his cane and was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck up Dracula and yeah. give me my money. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! The fact that everybody recorded a video for me and tagged me walking into that house with their time to collect um, yeah. was at even at one point. Even we had hashtag Dracula owes me money trending, yeah. which yeah. I think is crazy. But um, besides all that, as much of a sentimental attachment to that as I've got to this house. And I love that the cast loved it. And it was just like this big joke that carried on. Uh, it was just an exceptional house. Um, it combined uh, a bunch of my favorite things, which is classic Halloween spirit, which the universal classic monsters is 100% tied into that Absolutely. with the scares and just perfect things that Halloween Horror Nights does. And even though I wasn't feeling well that night, and thankfully the night before I had one of the best nights at Halloween Horror Nights I'd ever had, and I had a perfect run through Ghostbusters and Yeti and all of it. 
I had to go back one last time for a great run through monsters and say goodbye to those wonderful creatures of the night. And hopefully um, they show up again soon for, mm-hmm. for us to rekindle that. Yes. We wind up in uh, quarantine for a bit longer. We wind up, we might wind up just going straight into Horror Nights. Right. Yeah. It, it seems that happen. way. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. Well, with since saying my you've been next the entire episode, it's probably good. Shut time. up. <laughs> um, is this why you're leaving? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, trust me, it's not the only reason he's leaving. <laughs> trust right. me. Um, Quincy. No, um, yeah. I ended my uh my last house with graveyard games. Surprisingly, well, not surprisingly. So, I am so shocked. Uh, yeah. Well, it was uh, not a lot of houses scare me. Not a lot of things in general scare me, except for weird, obscure things like being eaten alive is a weird fear that I have. Um, teeth. Another one. Uh, also me. Also you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but teeth. There were two creatures yes. in graveyard games that had <laughs> teeth and they genuinely freaked me the fuck out big old boys i was walking behind you on this one it was the best fucking thing ever yeah well it's like walking watching you go through killer clowns so yeah fuck you (laughs) um so i ended that or ended the the event with that house uh surprise not surprisingly but with my friend uh skipper haas who i started the event with so we wound up doing the first house together and the last house together so it wound up being kind of cool and um sentimental uh, little moment here uh shelby and i actually got to go through that house it wasn't our final walkthrough but shelby and i went through that house completely alone one night yeah which is that's pretty cool, cool. Hmm. yeah that house uh by the end of the night had no weight at all nice. yeah so you could wind up going through there alone which was extra spooky yeah that's good bet. stuff Nothing will top the time Shelby and I went through. It was not the last night. We did we did go through that together the last night, but not the last mm-hmm. night where the lion got completely stuck for no reason whatsoever. Stop. I'm oh, really shit. embarrassed by this one. <laughs> Between the two smilers. That's all I'm going to say oh, for a very, God. very long uh, uh, time. It was so long. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's awesome. I oh, wish man. I could have been there. <laughs> it was so scary. Quint. So, no surprise to anyone, my last house was Killer Clowns from... Fuck, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, uh, no. Um, I went through this event again. I, I had multiple nights again, which was uh, amazing, and I could not leave this event not doing Universal Monsters the last time for all of the reasons that you've already said yeah. and more. Um, this was as close to a perfect HHN maze, I think, as I've ever seen, except for maybe patient zero. Um, it had everything I wanted from, uh, universal monsters that bungee scare from the wolf man was perfect. The, um, the only tiny complaint I ever had from this was that the, hunchback's room was timing dependent way too timing dependent yeah and if you missed it it was it was just kind of a boring room but everything else was just 
ah, it's so spot on. And it was just, it, it, it was, I mean, they need to just make this a staple house of HHN, I think, at this point. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. It was that good. Agreed. Even like a permanent house or a permanent land? Something like that. Who would have thought? Yeah. Someone needs to grease their computer chair. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was me greasing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt, go ahead and get us out of here. Come okay. On. Not much different here, but I will say 29 is probably one of the best last nights I've had. Maybe my entire run of Halloween Horror Nights. I started at Stay and Scream with uh, Dan. He's uh, Dan and Gales for life on Twitter right now. We've all met him. Him and I went directly to Nightingale's, shared that together. I think we went to House of a Thousand Corpses as well from there. Then we parted ways, got a drink, ran into some more friends. Uh, eventually, when once the sun went down, Shelby and I caught up together. We did um, Graveyard Games. I think we did Depths of Fear, too, that, that night, if I remember right. I think so. Uh, either that or the uh, either that or um, Nightingale's again. I think it was Depths, though. Um, yeah, I didn't do Nightingale's that night. Okay, then it was it was depth. So, and then her and I, we we went our separate ways again. And I I I don't know if I ran into more friends or not, but I just kept enjoying the evening, and it all led up to probably the most perfect timed ending I've had in a long run of Halloween Horror Nights. And I went to Universal Monsters for the last time, and then waited out those last twenty minutes of. Rob Zombie Hellbilly Deluxe, but my last house, that's what we're talking about, was Universal Monsters. Everything you guys said and more. I love this house. I love this the first night I saw it. I loved it the last run through I went through it, and I, uh, it's it's one of my all-time uh, in 21, 22 years of going to the event, one of my all-time favorite houses, hands down, period, end of discussion. Universal Monsters. Yes. Great stuff. Good choice. Love that. <laughs> All right, so I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. I had a lot of fun revisiting memories past and not so past. (laughs) 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 So hopefully you guys all enjoyed that. But let's go ahead and get out of here. But before we do that, let's check the mailbox. Okay, Okay, none of you guys wrote in. I am just ashamed. There's no reason for us to do this show. I'm just kidding. If you want to leave us an email to talk about, the best place to send that to is over at my name, Hunter, at neozaz.com. Or actually, you can also reach me on Twitter and send me a topic there or a question that you'd like answered. Or, of course, you can always submit it in our Facebook group, which is Shady Brook Asylum. Just fill out those security questions and we'll get you in. Once again, I do want to thank my lovely bunch of co-hosts for joining me this evening. So, Shelby, if they want to keep up with you, where can they do that? Yay, they can follow me uh, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram under the username Wendigutz, which is spelled like a Wendigo. So, W-E-N-D-I-G-U-T and a Z. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. If you, if you want to keep up with Quint, the best place to do that is to not do that. So, <laughs> Matt, if the good folks want to keep up with you. Anything news as Twitter, Instagram, newsaz.com. Uh, there's a news as podcast Facebook page, but I have to actually get on Facebook to check if anything's happening there, which is few and far between these days. 
you're making the right decision there. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's avoid it. laughs> yeah. And if you want to keep up with me, the best place to do that is on Twitter. You can find me over at HanBrolo77. That's H-A-N-B-R-O-L-O-7-7. That's the year Star Wars came out. And you can find me on my other podcast over at Grim Grinning Hosts, a tribute to all things pop culture, but mostly theme parks, as well as Disorder, every Disney film, where we're looking at each Disney theatrically released animated film in order and discussing and reviewing them. But for now... Once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time. And uh, remember, friends, maybe the true icon was the friends we made along the way. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.